we right. recording? Yeah. Okay. Hi. Hi. What's up, y'all? It's Erin. And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Oh, bitch. The P-Cast. The pod. The pod. The cast. The the apostrophe cast. What do you like? The pod or the cast or the podcast or the P-Cast <laughs> or the P-C? I don't fucking know. The PC? I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Well, whatever. We don't care. We're just shortening stuff. Um, I'm a white lady, so... <laughs> You know, so you only use the ends of every word. <laughs> or like totes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's like the most white lady thing. It truly is. Yeah. <laughs> totes. Oh, totes. <laughs> soups. Yes. Oh, it's soups white. Yeah. Um, You know what? What? How's everybody doing? Good. Yeah? Hanging in there? Mm-hmm. Hope everybody's week is going good. We got a fun little little episode for you. Hell yeah. It's going to be real fun. Before we get to that, any business? No biz. Got a few shirts left. Very few. Yeah. Um. So few. Um, Some are sold out. Yeah. We we didn't uh, – we should say that if you're a, a patron, you're already aware that we, like, paused for the month of December mm-hmm. because things were just so busy and it was the holidays and – We couldn't get it together. <sighs> we tried. We tried. We just, like – it was – just a lot and we were like you know what let's just enjoy this time yeah like we just we it, just didn't want to we just no don't want to rush it no stress no rush yeah and wanna... also our content's very premium so we didn't want to bring it down a notch no. <laughs> you're welcome for the premium content <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're like this if we do this it won't live up to our standards yeah. so let's just like not even fuck with it no yeah we're gonna keep it chill yeah um but yeah. it'll be back January. Yeah, in January we're going to have all kinds of yeah. fun stuff for you. So, oh my god. If you're a patron, get ready for that. Send your cues. If you're not the- and you're and you're curious, yeah, hop in there. If you're patron curious, if yeah. you're Patreon curious, um you can check it out. There's some stuff on there like if you want to if you're considering becoming a patron, there's some stuff so you could check out the types of content we make cuz we've made some of it like accessible. Accessible for everyone. So you could get a little Taste. Taste. Uh, it's patreon.com slash DTFU podcast. Oh my God. We're fucking Costco and this is a sample station. All right. <laughs> oh and it's, God. you know what? There's not a fucking huge crowd of children around it. You're welcome. <laughs> oh my God. I love Costco. Mm. Um, you know how I feel about the pizza. Uh, um, okay. Well, that's the biz. Mm-hmm. Anything fucked up for you this week? Mm, I'm hungover right now. But in other news, I don't have uh, anything fucked up, but I do have a wild thing. Oh, tell me. Oh, my God. Everyone needs to hear this. Wild thing. (laughs) I don't know. Shut up. Okay. I will. No problem. I'll shut up. Thank you. You know what? We're fucking 2020 Tone Loke. It's the year of Tone Loke. (laughs) Is he alive still? Yeah. Oh, good. He should make a comeback. This is his year. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I'd love to see it. His voice is dreamy. You'd love to see it. I'd love to see it and hear it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, my God. I, I kind of sound like Tone Loke right now. Yeah, real. yeah. I do, too. I have my hungover <laughs> voice. I went into a commercial audition this morning, and they're like, okay, like, you have to, like, slate your name mm. like i'm nicole mackie and i was like i'm nicole mackie and it was i was like stuffy too so i think i said backy <laughs> and i was like this is a fucking I'm nicole mackie commercial put, i was like put me in your commercial <laughs> <laughs> what is this for some sexy lady stuff <laughs> i have my sexy voice Oh, oh, God. Yeah. Well, tell me the wild thing. Oh, the wild thing mm. is, you already know it. Uh, I went to Aaron's house to pick her up on Friday. We, um, Aaron came with me to an open mic, and then we went, um, uh, Christine from, and that's why we drink, is mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine. And we finally had the opportunity to, like, hang out, and and her and Aaron were able to meet. And then we were able to meet M too, uh-huh. because we hadn't met him yet. And it was, like... So much fun. We had so much fun. Um, it was Christine's husband's birthday. It was a wonderful time. Oh my god, we met Allison. We met so. I already know Christine's brother Alex. Uh, they do Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet Ugh. together. A different podcast from, and that's why we drank. If you haven't checked it out, it's so fun. It was just so much fun. Yeah, everybody 
that we hung out with at the party was so wonderful. I mean, Em and Christine, obviously. Oh my god, duh, fantastic. Just but but also, so you sweet. met so many of my like sketch and improv yes. and like comedy friends, my stand up friends. Like so many because that's how you and Christine met. Yeah, is yeah. through yeah. Improv, improv class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So and it was like kind of a reunion. I hadn't seen a lot of these people, especially like together in a really long time. So even you were you were like. The bell of the ball, like you uh, were. Excuse me, flitting around. No, like I just a social knew. butterfly, I just, and everybody was like, "Nicole, over here, come here, oh, <laughs> Nicole, come tell that story over here." Truly, it was no. Very cool. That's okay. That's really cute. But Aaron's being nice. What it really was like was like me and people screaming over the table <laughs> to try and talk to each other because we were like in different corners of the room about a clowning class we had taken, oh, mm. and then shit heated up. Anyway, inside baseball, no one gives a shit. It was very fun, and just shout out to Christine and M. Yes. Uh, because we got to hear, like, stories from the road, which you guys don't get to hear, because it was, like, top secret, and it was so fun and scary, and uh, <laughs> maybe they talk about it on the podcast. I'm, I uh, have to catch up, but it was just very fun. So much fun. Anyway, I go to Aaron's house to pick her up, and I, like, knock on the door, and I go, hello, and I hear baby Jack, and I go, oh, baby Jack, and he goes, dog shit, and I was like... <gasps> Oh my God, he is talking so much, and he literally said, "Don't share." Like he was like, "Don't share, don't share, don't share." Like he, oh, I died. My heart exploded. It grew a thousand sizes. (laughs) I was like, "Oh my God!" It was so cute, and just like I was like, "I love him so much," and this is like such a fun thing. I came home. Pete was like already asleep that night, but the next morning I was like, "Oh my God, you have to hear this." Check on me, don't share. And it's like real. And he like knows my voice. He didn't even see me yet. No, he knows your voice. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, oh my God. And I wanted to hug him. And he was like, no. And I was like, okay. <laughs> he's like, that's fine. He's enough. like, yeah. He's like, you know, it's fine that you, uh, it's fine that you're here and I'm excited, but we're not there yet. And I was like, understood. He doesn't even like hugging me. Like he's not a cuddly guy. Oh, okay. And then I find out that DJ was never a cuddly oh, guy. Oh, so it's like when hereditary. He was, yeah, it's hereditary. <laughs> I like told his mom that. She's like, yeah, that's DJ's fault. He's not, He was never a snuggly little little baby. That's his snuggliest jeans. Yeah. yeah. Rude. Rude. Uh, so it's fine. It's no, fine. He, he, but it was so cute. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, what a little treat that was. Oh. So not fucked up, just wild. It's, it fucking it, blew my mind is what it did. Dude, he says... It fucked me up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it 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 freaks you out a little bit because, like, I can't say any... I mean, he says fuck, shit, all the words, all the time. <laughs> so he'll, he will literally say... He'll repeat anything you say. Like, yeah. he'll, he'll try to say a word. Like, he could, he could say all kinds of shit. Like, oh my God. stuff that I don't even know he picks up in conversation. Yeah. Like the his the craziest thing i mean he's like what 17 months now yeah yeah like he's a year and a half old yeah and he's he walked i'm by. like yeah like well yeah mm-hmm. yeah um i monitor I think, his yeah. Age, yeah. <laughs> well he walked by the washing machine and he just goes washing machine oh like my God. clear as a bell and it it freaked me out and like my mother-in-law and, and my sister-in-law heard it and they were just yeah. like what the fuck it's weird, man. Oh my they God. just start they just start saying shit and he's like a little computer. Yeah. And he's he like, got so much smarter than you even realized. So and it's like secret. Yeah, you can tell like when his head grows overnight. It's oh just like God. suddenly you're like, Your head is bigger than your like way bigger than your body was. <laughs> like it it's I can tell from yesterday. Yeah. Your head is like an orange on a toothpick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More so than yesterday. I don't know. Yeah, his head, head is bigger than his body. It's a fucking John Mayer song. We all know. We know what that's about. <laughs> it's about babies growing in their IQs and their brains. I mean, I'm, I don't know. Who, who's to say? <laughs> no, we don't know. I don't think he's writing songs about babies. Well, he, so that's real nice and all that. Yeah, he's yeah. real cute. But let me tell you something. If you look in my face right now. Is you, this your fucked up thing? This is my fucked okay. up thing. I have a scratch here. I see the scratch. I have a bump under my eye. Uh-huh, I see the bump. Um, so the scratch is from his toenail. Ew! <laughs> what was his foot in your face? Well, you know, I was like, uh, you know, oh, like you wrestling like, with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, play. And he time. just like went, Ugh. like sliced my cheek with oh, his toenail. gross. Yeah, sick. <laughs> and then this right here, this bump under my eye, he was playing with a like toy screwdriver. Oh my God. Tonight. And he like comes running at me with it and he trips and it literally missed my eye 
ball, my eyeball, yeah, by, by a centimeter, yeah. and stabbed underneath, like on my cheekbone, oh, right here. Oh my god! Like I felt it, like graze, like my <gasps> eyelash. It like went, <sighs> yeah, yeah. God. I almost lost an eye tonight is what I'm trying to say. Fucking Savannah Guthrie just almost lost an eye. Do you know her, the host of yeah. the Today Show? Yeah. Her kid threw a toy um, fire truck at her and it cut her fucking retina. It, <gasps> it came off of her eye. She <gasps> lost vision. It was, excuse me, it was like a whole big thing. And she's like having to get her vision back and had to have surgery and stuff. So you need to be careful. Dude, I'm not letting him play with any goddamn shit anymore. You might need to wear like... Like, um, I have fake those, glasses. I have, we have, um, goggles, goggles. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, that you would wear in like science class and yeah. shit for when DJ cuts the grass yeah, yeah, or yeah. like does the weed whacker because oh. shit flies everywhere. Yeah. 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 Safety goggles. Safety yeah. goggles. From we, like Home Depot. Yeah, yeah. I have some. So I'm going to just start wearing those when I play with them. Yeah. You should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a football helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Safety goggles. A one, like a sumo suit yeah. where it's like full of air. Just like you just need a barrier. I'll just let, I won't baby proof the house, but yeah. I'll, I'll baby proof myself. <laughs> oh my God. Well, he's lucky he didn't fall on it and it didn't like Dude, stab his face. You I know, know what I mean? I know. He, yeah. I fucking maybe retire that tool belt you gave him to <laughs> well it was it was like toys at my at grandma's house at grandma yeah, at, yeah, yeah. yeah so he there was all kinds of shit they're for all ages all ages not jack's age though huh. oh my a, god it was a near near miss but i i'm glad your eyes okay both balls are intact yep um yeah that's it mm. almost mm. lost an eye but we're all good we good um so should we start this episode? Yeah, I have a joke for you. Okay. Um. Um, and then you're gonna hate it. Okay. So, but it'll be our segue into today's topic. Tight. Great. Um, what are you eating under there? Underwear. Uh huh. Gross. <laughs> That's so gross. You're eating underwear. <laughs> ew! Ew! What are you eating? <laughs> you're eating underwear. <laughs> uh, Pete told me that earlier, and I was like, I hate it. Yeah, it's like a super child joke. Also, I was really hungover and I was eating smart food popcorn and I just like looked. Oh, you were actually eating something yeah. and goes, what are you eating underwear? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, and I just look at him and I was like, what do you mean? Underwear. Like, like I was just like, <laughs> I'm like, eating it so out pissed. in plain sight. Like there's, I'm not secretly eating it under the table or like under a blanket. Like what are you trying to say, motherfucker? Yeah. I'm like it's fucking popcorn. It says it on the bag, you idiot. <laughs> He's like, no, that's not how you do it. No, no, no. I was cool. Uh, I was nice about it. Oh, it, no, the you tone, uh, the tone of my response was not nice, but I like wasn't a dick oh, fully. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, well, that's, you're hungover, so yeah. pass, I guess. <laughs> thanks. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, I'm pretty hungover. Uh, so underwear is the topic. So underwear is, <laughs> is what, we're, oh, right. what we're trying to say. I've also been drinking again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Ricky Gervais was drinking a beer on the Golden Globes while I was doing these notes, and I, and uh, I was like, "That looks good." And Pete's like, "You want a beer?" I was like, "I do." As a matter of fact, I do. I, as a matter of fact, can you go to the liquor store? Anyway, great. So, um, s- swimsuits. I mean, underwear. Underwear. We've Same done an, we've done an episode on swimsuits. Yeah, yeah. Um, this we thought. I thought, oh, this is going to be kind of close. It's not. No. I feel like we focus more on undergarments in yeah. general. So, And there's like so many women's oh. undergarments from the beginning of time till now oh my God. to talk about. We're not even going to cover them all. Like we just, there's not enough time in the day. Yeah. It, it, the coverage isn't there. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a joke. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pun. That's a fun thing yeah um so yeah so we're uh gonna gonna get into this i do want to call out first before we get started aaron started our notes document with the word panties in the title and i was like bitch please like we cannot use that word right it's the worst word it's i don't have a problem with moist i don't have the same problem other people have but i don't like panties panties makes me extremely uncomfortable this is among my top like worst words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um other words include hubby and horny. <laughs> Those two words I can't. I never say them until now. I don't where did horny come from? It's like cause a dick is like a I'm horn. Horny. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody wants to hear that. 
Unless you're, like, right about to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. It's Stop making that face. It's more upsetting than the word. Because that's what the word sounds like. The face I'm making, nobody could see, but. It's like. <laughs> it's just, like, you can tell by it's the, like how you're. It's, like, frowny and weird. And yeah. It's, and like, like, tight. <laughs> and, like, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and hubby is the other one. I, I will never call DJ my hubby. Yeah. So. That's a that's a very like white lady word too. It's just uh, not a good one. Yeah, his name's DJ, and we are married. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, and like technically he's your husband, but also he's just DJ. So yeah, whatever. He's just this guy that I married. Yeah, calm down. Calm down, everybody. Calm down. <laughs> I've definitely talked about it before, so here here it is again. Well, in case anyone's just joining us. In case us. you forgot. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess we should talk about, like, when did people start wearing underwear, which was a fucking long-ass time ago. Like, pff, real long time ago. I mean, even before ancient Egyptians. Yeah. That's, like, probably the most, like, concrete evidence of yeah. people wearing uh, underwear, but they're, I think, even... Like prehistoric times, like people were wearing some chonies. Well, and like ancient Egypt most resembles probably how we think of underwear now, Mm. like brief type underwears. But before that, it was like loincloths and shit. Yeah. But, but, which is like, you know, we, I don't know, I wouldn't think of a loincloth as underwear. It's like its own thing. Yeah. Loincloths are, I mean, yeah. They're, people just wear that just, by itself, but could be worn under other garments. Yeah. A loincloth usually is like a single strip of fabric, like wrapped around your waist and then wrapped around your genitals. Yeah. And then wrapped around your waist again, basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that was to hold, in ancient Egypt, that was to like... Hold your junk in. Hold your onions in. Oh, your... <laughs> your uh, birth control onions. Your onions. Your IUDunions. <laughs> <laughs> We are not fucking in that. I got my oil in. <laughs> or you hold it, do you hold it in all day? And then at night, you take the underwear off, the onion comes out. Yeah. And then it's, and then it's like, I'm horny. And then it's I'm like, I'm horny. I take my onion out. <laughs> Onions out. Time to fuck. Oh, <laughs> See our episode about. <laughs> Ancient forms of birth control. Oh my god! <laughs> if you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Also, if it wasn't to hold the onion in, because I think they actually just wore the onion during actual intercourse. <laughs> I don't know. It was to hold the smell of like the post-sex onion vag Oof. Um, smell. God. It was like to like hold that in. So dear God, or something. Actually, no, none of this is true, but it's very fun. Yeah, it's fun <laughs> to think about, isn't it? Yeah. Aren't you so glad you're thinking about this right now? It may, and my imagination, my imagination's soaring. It's like reading Rainbow. <laughs> I can't smell anything. Oh, Christ. Just take an onion, put it in your badge. We're gonna <laughs> fuck now. <laughs> God damn it. Um, okay, no. Uh, women... Uh, started wearing underwear, well, or like undergarments. Um, oh, to- and we should mention we're like not gonna talk that much about dudes underwear. No, we don't give a shit. I don't. This is a lady podcast. I don't care what the fuck they're wearing. <laughs> Get out of here. You know what, dudes? You know, dudes were not wearing underwear. They were like, had, they had long ass shirts, like tunics, <laughs> and they tucked them in. I'm gonna tell you right now what men were wearing for like up until like the late 1800s. They have their long ass. Long shirts, yeah, their tunics, and yeah. they'd tuck them into their pants, yeah. and they'd wrap it around their vat, their their vag, <laughs> their taint, their taint. They'd like stick it down into their pants, come up around the the butt. butt. That's how that was their chonies, the fucking butt flaps. Yeah, yeah, but like just a long ass shirt that they that they tuck their scrot into. Oh, probably to like protect them from their like itchy ass clothes, which we'll get to. Yeah, oh, well. Yeah. Okay. Fine. And then they, well, they had they had like boxer briefs and shit. So yeah. Who cares? Also, this is a fucking herstory of underwear. All right. So everybody get on board. Yeah. And it's way more fun because it's way more varied. 
women's historic like history of underwear for women way more varied. There was so much shit happening. So much going on, and we're gonna talk about it now. Yeah. Um. So women started wearing undergarments to like enhance their shape. Yeah. Essentially, like this is the this is why this all started. Uh. And to this day, we wear them to enhance our shape. There's no. There's no reason we have to wear a fucking bra or chonies, dude. Well, some people need bras for their huge titties to keep them supported. I am not one of those people. But do you need this? Like, like your body is like meant, like they're meant to hang, right? Like we wear them sure. because it's like socially acceptable. Like if women are out there with their big titties and no bra and people are like throw a fit. Yeah, I mean, but it's like who gives? I mean, well, if you wanna, if you wanna be active, if you wanna like do yeah. things, you okay, need, well, that's fair. Because that, that hurts. Yeah, you need also, a sports bra. Like, I don't want to wear jeans with no underwear. I don't want that like ridge of denim oh, in my, my the zipper. My yeah, I don't want that in my coot. Yeah, fair. I know. Well, I like wearing underwear. I'm just saying we don't have to. You right. know what I mean? There's right. no reason we like fully need to. And also, had we not been wearing underwear this whole time, maybe they would have figured out to like. They would have figured out to like How bake to make in underwear better. and jeans yeah. so that it would have like a protective layer in the jeans versus like yeah. having to wear underwear separate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, one of the main reasons women even started wearing underwear was to protect their clothing. Like mm-hmm. e- even people- From the onion smell. From the onion smell. <laughs> from, you know- from the period. From their whatever. period, vaginal discharge, yeah. whatever. Um, so- Yeah. They, but in the- for a while, women didn't wear any underwear. There was no reason for it. Yeah. Until different styles of clothing and uh, body enhancements made it sort of necessary. Yeah. And different materials of clothing. Mm. Yeah, true. Also true. to keep warm. True. Yeah, you need layers. Yeah. So. Um, let's start with like, okay, so we're going to go like underwear through the ages. Yes. Um, we'll start with ancient, ancient Egypt. Because they did kind of wear loincloths, which now I'm thinking it's to air out the onion yeah. smell. It's like you don't want to trap it in. You air it out. Yeah. But we don't know. But they could have tied it between their butt cheeks or whatever. We don't, yeah. we don't know. <laughs> there's, not a, there's not a lot of uh, evidence of like those things didn't survive the test of time. You know what I mean? Like there's not a, a mummified uh, <laughs> crotch onion. <laughs> Some like very serious archaeologist, Egyptologist is like looking at a mummy and they're like, I don't know what this fucking onion's for though. Oh my God. And then we can be like, um, sir, yes, uh, we're experts on crotchal onions. Let me just explain to you. I I feel like a crotch onion is like, the definition of a crotch onion is like a clitorally stimulated orgasm. So good you cry. Come on. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Oh uh, where do we start? Uh, okay. All right. So there wasn't like a ton of evidence with in, or like there's not a ton left over from ancient Egypt. And I think what happened is the first evidence of women's undergarments, as we sort of know them now, I guess, is said to have come from the Minoan civilization, mm-hmm. which is like ancient Greece. Yes. Um, and this is a civilization on the island of Crete. And according to ancientorigins.net, mm. so you know it's good. <laughs> this, is, this is where the good information is, you know what I mean? Um, uh, the, the Minoan women, like in the art yeah. from like that time, um, women are depicted as wearing a band of cloth to support their breasts. And that article of clothing is said to be called an, oh God. Apodesmos. Apodesmos, yeah, that sounds Greek. Yeah. It is. Um, which was typically a woolen undergarment that bore a basic resemblance to the design the design of modern bras. It was kind of like a bandeau. Yeah, like of? a bandeau. Oh. It's like wrapped in front of the chest and then fastened with pins in the back. And it's not like clear why they wore this. Um, and the practice was considered somewhat odd as the rest of the Greek civilization at that time didn't wear undergarments. Huh. So maybe they just didn't want their, like, titty sunburn or whatever. Like, we don't really know, but, like, they started wearing it. I'm t- I think they were, like, sports bras. Like, yeah. w- maybe, like, the women like to work out in Crete. You maybe, know? like, 
yeah, like whatever they were doing, their boobs were getting in the way. So yeah. they're like, let's put, you know, it's like they're basket weaving and they kept like accidentally weaving a titty into the basket. <laughs> the, and the, like, the, the like reed would come out and like slap their titty. They're like, I need to. I need to yeah. tie these bitches back. Yeah. I don't know what else to do this here. This is uncomfortable. Honestly, maybe like they were all child rearing and they were sick of their kids just walking over and grabbing their tit for food. And yeah. they're like, fuck off. Let me put the, these are going under wraps and I will tell you when it's time to eat. That's, yeah. You I, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that could have been it. Yeah. Um, And these were like, so these were made out of wool, which is mm. like. Don't like that. No. And honestly, like. It's very upsetting to me. I don't, I can barely wear a wool sweater with a t-shirt under it. I can't wear one with no, nothing under. Huh. I get so hivey. I wonder like if wool then was made differently. Like if, you know how there's like lanolin in wool? Oh, and it and was if like. maybe it was like a finer weave or something. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to my friend Katie who just did this whole, um, she's an actor and she just did this whole series of commercials with the Angelica Houston <gasps> on like wool care or like it's like the society of wool or whatever it's like like how there's the cotton yeah 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 campaign yeah. there's yeah, a yeah. wool campaign it's a, there's a wool campaign it's oh. like how to care for your wool and like all this stuff and interesting Angelica Houston was in it and <gasps> she got to work with her and I was like so proud um, oh my god big anyway. wool pull, pulling out the big the big guns with <laughs> yeah. the Angelica Houston yeah so and she <laughs> said she was like so nice and lovely and like oh, very sweet I love her um yeah anyway um this was similar to, like, the Greek style was similar to ancient Romans who wore, like, a bandeau top and brief bottoms. But that started to become for aesthetic reasons. And we, like, know that now mm. based on history, I guess. And that's because they liked more of, like, a flattened, more, like, ma- masculine chest. Uh-huh. And they liked uh, to accentuate the hips. So, like, I guess the look of the briefs accentuated the hips. So okay. That's what they liked. Okay. I like it. <laughs> I like it. We like it. I like it. I think it's coming back. It is, yeah. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Body positivity. You can look however you want. Yeah, fair. Yeah. We don't care. Yeah. Um, And then uh, in the Middle Ages, women moved into like more restrictive. They were corset-like garments. They mm. weren't corsets like how we know of them now from like the Victorian era and things we're going to talk about. Yeah. But Not it, where you, they were like tightening like the the bodice corset yeah. situation. Yeah. It was yeah. just like, but there was like, a, it was like creating a shape underneath the garments. Yeah. And or even the garments over, were, yeah, it was over. like part of the mm-hmm. clothes. Yeah. And so the corset like was uh, like in um, the middle ages, it was more over wool hosiery, Oof. which it's like, come like. Again, like you said, maybe it was just, like, a different wool and it wasn't super itchy. But also maybe that's all they had. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, yeah. But it seems unfortunate and I'm glad I didn't live during that time where I was wearing a fucking corset over wool hosiery. Because that sounds like just so much sweat in my asshole. (laughs) (laughs) A pool of sweat in your your butthole. Just, like. But wool wicks it away naturally. That's the thing. That's the thing. Everybody stink, okay? Everybody That's what stink, you need to understand. <laughs> but wool is naturally a wicking. It pulls moisture away from... So actually, maybe we should wear wool underwear, especially if we like enter into menopause and shit because like, okay. we're sweating all the time. Let's see what Miss Angelica Houston okay. has to say about Call it. Call her up. Yeah. Let me, I'll get Katie on the line. Yeah. She'll get yeah. Miss Houston on the line. <laughs> we'll talk to her about it. Um, okay. Good idea. Um... It sounds dumb. Yeah, it was dumb. Everyone was stupid. Yeah, okay. And then at some point, <laughs> what? It's just like, and then at some point, <laughs> this isn't a history podcast. <laughs> at some point, at some point, uh, things changed. No, it was like um, uh, going into like the 1300s and shit, um, moving like from the Middle Ages into the Renaissance and all that. Um, undergarments like did get a little more streamlined yeah because they needed to fit under things yeah better they started to become like truly undergarments yeah where they were like under the clothes instead of maybe a part of like them a full over. ass dress underneath yeah yeah because that's truly what underwear was for women for a very long time yeah was you basically had like a cotton linen or like wool yeah like under and shit but, yeah, yeah that you wore under your dress and that was around for a long long time mm-hmm but yeah, they uh, 
Yeah, through the 1300s, there was, like, a move towards pushing up your titties. Yeah. Like, not so shapeless. Uh, a fuller skirt to Ugh. emphasize the waist a little bit more. Um, and then women, like we said, were starting to move towards, like, a more corseted yeah. bodice. Yeah, this was, like, this is the... This was really like when corsets, as we know them, emerged and like would continue for so long. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about like the evolution of that essentially because it was such a big fucking nightmare for women for literal centuries. Literal centuries. Hundreds of years. Hundreds and hundreds of years. Several hundreds of years. Like the 1300s initially very fashiony because it's to, it was like fully to change how a woman's body looked that continued into the 1500s and it like this is where the course got even more specific where it like was the full okay we're gonna push up your boobs we're gonna really pull in your waist and then there was like I don't know like flaps added to the hips so it like yeah squared off the hips yeah so, so like when you put a dress or a, yeah. or a skirt on it uh-huh. like made your hips look like really flared out yeah like really really wide uh like exaggerated <laughs> super exaggerated um so that's like that was when like the tiny waist wide hips pushed up like bigger more prominent boobs like started to come yeah. into play like a one like an hourglass figure in a very accentuated way one of the first women to do this like to make it popular mm-hmm. she, it was uh catherine of aragon mm. um she this is the farthingale Farthingale. Mm. yeah 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 uh is the name of this hip accentuating thing yeah very early version of like a what we'll talk about all like the hoop skirts and all that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a very early version where it accentuated the hips. Yeah. She like it's Spanish and it was a bastardization of, of the original name of it, which I can't remember. Mm. But it accentuated the hips and they, and she had like this tiny waist and people were like, Whoa, okay, I like that. And then it really morphed into some crazy shit after oh my that. God. Or she was like, this is how everyone needs to look. I'm royalty. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, fuck. But she was like, <laughs> but Catherine was very, I mean, she was like Catholic and yeah. conservative, but like also kind of like a bad bitch. So. Oh, my God. I don't know. Oh, my God. The farthingale was like the tiny glasses of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, and then, like, for the next few centuries, the corset just started to become, like, more longer-waisted and more dramatic. Mm-hmm. So, like, the one it started off as, like, you know, smaller pieces and, like, it didn't fully maybe go up your full back. Or, what you know, like, it wasn't as – it was more belty. It like, wasn't as involved yeah. as, as you, when you envision a corset now. It's, like – the whole titties are up. Yeah. It's like the underwire under and like you have panels that go down the sides. Yep. And in the front. And yeah. then you have the lacing in the back. It wasn't that yeah. intense. But it was gro- it was like moving in that direction over all this time. Yeah. And um and like it it just started becoming more and more of a dramatic piece of like underwear. Yeah. Mm. More elaborate over yeah. time. But Underneath all the corsets and all the other the things, there was people were actually wearing other undergarments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not so much bras as like a a I don't know that was part of whatever top part they were wearing. Like yeah. that was or like part of the like bodice or part of the the corset. Yeah, the 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 things underneath weren't like to shape the like that's why the corset was there. So they yeah. didn't ha- need like what we think of as a bra today. Yeah. Because they didn't need the shaping of it. It was like what they wore underneath was more like flowy, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So underneath all the all the petticoats and all that, women were were still wearing like uh loose fitting underdresses yeah. or Chemise, chemise, chemise. How do you say yeah, that? Yeah, chemises. Yeah, like whatever. Yeah, just like long, like a chemise. It's like a um, like a uh, like a slip. thin. Yeah, like a slip, like yeah. a silky thin piece yeah. of like dress thing. And nothing was typic. Nothing was typically worn like close fitting to your crotch mm-hmm. yet. Oh, okay. For a very long time, because with all the dresses and the fashions of the time over the centuries, it was all. A ton of fabric and yeah. skirts and whatever. Layers. So if you had to take a piss or a shit, like, what do you, 
you gonna try to pull down some chonies? No. No. You just don't wear anything under that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You let it all hang out. Yeah. So, for the most part. Makes it easier to just put your dress fully over the bucket. Yeah. And then just like. <laughs> and just squat. You can hear if it's hitting the bucket. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't even have to look. Yeah. Because it's metal. It just goes. You know, like yeah. the sound of water <laughs> in a pail. <laughs> You're like, oh, good. It's, it's good. happening. And if you don't hear that, you got to just keep moving. Or you just got to kind of sway your hips like you're hula hooping yeah. until you find it. You <laughs> yeah. know, but you don't have to look. It's great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So how the fuck are you supposed to get all that fabric out of the way? Yeah. So they just did not. Yeah. You don't worry about it. Um, but then, and also, like, people did start wearing underwear, which they called drawers for a mm. long time because you were able to draw them down. Mm. So that's why they're called drawers. Um, Cute. But... People just thought it was not. Hashtag premium content. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> well, people also thought it was like unsanitary to like have anything close to your crotch like that. They yeah. were like, you have to let it air out. Why would you restrict your cooter? Oh. Which. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, in fact, in 1757, a German doctor said women shouldn't wear pants or closed underwear because her, quote, her genitals need air to allow moisture to evaporate, which could otherwise cause them to decay, in German, vermorden. Vermorden. And, quote, stink. Okay. That's, like, how you get a yeast infection is by wearing, like, two, like, not good of breathable chonies. Oh, my God, a yeast infection or just, like, a rash or, like, I mean, like, yeah. Sometimes if I, like, shower at night, I'll lay on my bed with no underwear on for a little bit and let everything air out Ugh. so that when I put my underwear on, it's all dry. Yeah. You, you don't, wanna, you you don't want that moisture in there. No, no. You want it dried out. That sounds real nice. I, might, not- I might take a shower and just, like, starfish on the bed yeah, tonight. Yeah, it's so nice. It and then nice. also because, like, your parts are wet and then, like, there's, like, cool air. You know, like, we uh-huh. have, like, a ceiling fan or whatever and then it, like – there's like cool air mm. comes in and like this is what I think menopause will be like but like <laughs> it's like I'm gonna need to just be naked all the time with a fan blowing at my crotch mm. luckily that's a far ways off mm. knock on wood mm. well yeah, I, you never know yeah we don't know I'm <laughs> aging backwards so fair you are Benjamin Buttoning. <laughs> um and then he said this German doctor said that women could wear them in cold weather and also to protect against insects, oh. which could fly up your crotch at any moment if oh you're out in God. nature. Oh, my God. Just like a fucking scorpion gets trapped in all your dresses or something. It's like and makes it, its way to your cooter. Oh, God. That's upsetting. Or a bee in your not bonnet. <laughs> in your crotch bonnet. Yeah, a bee in your crotch bonnet, a.k.a. your dress. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for that, German doctor guy. Yeah, all right. Cool. Um, and then during the Regency era, so like the it's like seventeen hundred late seventeen hundred yeah 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 they women started wearing lower undergarments which uh, pantaloons yeah and this to me more closely resembles a crotchless board short <laughs> <laughs> crotchless quicksilvers yeah. <laughs> It's like you, if you borrowed your boyfriend or your husband's yeah. uh, hurly board shorts and <laughs> cut the whole crotch out of it, yeah. that's like what women were wearing. Those billow buttless bongs. Yeah. <laughs> like they just went around your waist and down your legs mm-hmm. and then the whole middle was like open. The taint. The taint, yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, oh, that's cool. But like it was like a drop crotch kind of it was like kind of looser around the crotch which that sounds real nice so actually. it's just kind of open in the middle yeah like flowy yeah and it's like flowy. it doesn't connect yeah so it's just like flaps of fabric yeah and covering they, your flaps they were literally called leg clothes oh so like they <laughs> clothes for your legs yeah. <laughs> aka pants yeah but like not for your right hoo-ha yeah um so from the 1820s onwards drawers which you know, yeah. Uh, they were made of more feminine cotton, fabricy, softer things. Because oh. if they're going to be close yeah. to your your choch, then they, it should be soft. Oh yeah. Um, knickers were quite baggy, and that accommodated the split through the crotch. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and also despite the opening, it offered some modesty if like mm-hmm. something happened like if you're riding a horse and your you, skirt flew up or something you like passed out you like fainted on a fainting couch <laughs> yeah. and like your dress goes over your head yeah. it's like there's still a little flap of fabric to sh- 
cover your hoo-ha. Yeah. Um, in her book, uh, Knickers, An Intimate Appraisal, Rosemary Hawthorne <laughs> records that before 1789 uh, and the French Revolution, long skirts, a petticoat or two, a corset, and a linen chemise were all the underwear a woman thought desirable or necessary. Oh, that's all? That's it? Oh, <laughs> There's wow. like seven things on this fucking list. I know. It's like, I don't even remember the first thing that you said. <laughs> <laughs> Rosemary. <laughs> oh, my God. And then uh, towards the end of the 18th century is when they started having lighter fabrics. Oh, okay. And silks and whatnot. But of course, that was like for rich people. Right, like, right, right. M- mean, in the meantime, like poor people were like, I'm still not able to afford underwear so right. fuck you so yeah <laughs> so there's just dust and bugs up here from being on the, these streets yeah no underwear yeah. <laughs> uh but people in like colder climates were more had to have them yeah they were yeah. more likely to wear undergarments um but they had one pair and that pro- that probably got real salty real quick you know yeah. what i mean and then like also the heavier they wore heavier pet- petticoats mm. so that they didn't, like, billow up in the wind or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, what a nightmare. And I know that all – yeah, it sounds terrible, but, yeah, they had to – keep in mind, they still – this was, like, what they had to do. Like, yeah. this is just the style. And, you know, being modest was important. So – but just remember, they also still had to piss. Right. And shit. So – there was uh, – I was digging into this, mm-hmm. and I was like, this fucking sucks. Like, what Like, what do you do? And there was this um, museum that figured out that women used to use these ceramic vessels, mm-hmm. which resembled gravy boats. <laughs> um, they'd use that as sort of oh a porta potty Especially if they have diarrhea. It's, it's a gravy boat for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It's a gravy train. <laughs> they didn't have to. So they like bring it with them or like have it in the house or something. Yeah. So they didn't, they just like keep it under there. I don't know how they kept it, but they. It's probably just hanging off a rope under one of their like tr- coats. Yeah. You know, like, like nobody knows what's nobody, going on yeah, under there. No, there's no. There's so much, you know. There's... You could have a full fucking picnic lunch under there and no one knows. Dude, seriously. So they would use it as like a little porta potty and they didn't have to move all aside. All the, they just like walk around. It was like. Have you seen those, like, um, DJ calls them sheenesses? Yeah, uh, yeah. The, like, go girl. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like, the, the funnel that you mm-hmm. stick on your crotch and you, like, piss. Yeah. Um, it was like, kind of like that. Oh. I know. Uh, and some people, some, this this expert at this museum was saying that uh, she thinks that some mu- other museums that have come into possession of these uh, little thingies, uh-huh. which are actually called bordeloos, mm-hmm. uh, they didn't realize what they were and have put them on display with like antique china thinking it was the actual gravy boat <laughs> it's which a I fucking find so funny it's a piss boat yeah <laughs> it's a shit boat next to like a dish yeah oh my god yeah this makes me think like just because i was just watching the golden globes before you got here for like period movies where it's like victorian and like actual actors and actresses have to wear like Full, the period costume. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think they don't wear regular underwear? Like underneath, are they wearing like regular underwear, or, or are they like they probably can't wear underwear because it's the same? They have the same problem. If they have to pee or whatever, they yell cut, and they're like, "I got to pee." You can't just take them out of the whole costume. It'll take forty minutes. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I'm sure there's like. Yeah. I don't know. There's probably tons of stories about it. I mean, I remember just being in my fucking wedding dress. Like, oh. there was boning on the side. Yeah. And it was, like, a pretty simple dress. It wasn't, like, you didn't have, like, a huge... Yours was, like, form-fitting. Yeah. Yeah. It was form-fitting, but it was heavy material. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, like, thick. And so... And I was able to, like, go to the bathroom by myself. Like, a lot yeah. of women, like, don't. cannot go to the bathroom by themselves. Or, like... or Because, like, they have so don't much don't drink skirt. anything. Yeah. yeah. Um... But I remember, like, I tested it out before oh, I went, smart. you know, and yeah. did. So I could hike it up fine. Yeah. But, like, it was the act of, like, twisting and trying to, to wipe, to wipe oh. that the boning dug into my <gasps> skin really hard. Oh, and my it was God. painful. You had to front wipe. No. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, like, I did. Sometimes I front wipe. But, I, but, but it was I, hard. Well, sometimes I front wipe 
if I'm like wearing a coat or like too much stuff, a backpack or something. Yeah. But I just I don't wipe back to front. No, no, no. I like right. push back, push, push back. Yeah, yeah and then yeah, you yeah. just drop it. It's well, like it's like it's like little like torn like um um what are those like. <laughs> Not a tornado, a torpedo. It's oh. like you torpedo back with the toilet paper. You <laughs> like go like through your through your. And, yeah, you go like, and you like push. You wipe back real quick, and then you let go. It's like you just like make the toilet paper into like a thick bullet, and then you torpedo it back towards your butthole, and then it wipes. It absorbs all the piss. I, I mean, I still like tried to wipe like normal, and I was like, "I'm stabbing myself." Ow, ow, ow! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think different. Ow, ow, ow! Not worth it. <laughs> Torpedo wipe. But I still, I peed like maybe three times yeah. during my wedding. So whatever. Yeah. I didn't need no help. No. I just stabbed my my side fat. Yeah. With my the boning in my dress. You just peed in the shower. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Over the drain. Oh, I should have done that. Oh my god. So yeah, anyway, um, so there were some crazy ass trends that came out, not just corsets, but, um, like the under, like petticoats and the underdresses, like the farthingales. Yeah. Like the body shapewear of the day yeah, yeah, was yeah. to make, and this is like we said, this lasted for centuries where yeah. tiny waist and big hips were yep. just always the jam. Yep. Still are. Yeah, it's still like a feminine, it's still like the female, like the quote unquote ideal female form or whatever. Yeah. 36, 24, 36, what a win in hand. You know, she has yeah. a brick house. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> so I just, I really, I need to talk about this real quick. I can't um, wait. So the, the massive skirts became a huge thing. Um, so we talked about the farthingales. Yeah. And those are popular through, like, the 16th, 17th century. But then panniers came out in the 18th century, oh. which were, like, the bigger, badder, wider, oh. hip, hip cage situations. Literally just, like, a cage right. sitting out on the sides. And it was, like, It's not even fully square. round. Yeah, it's no. just on the sides. It was, like, almost square. It's, like, yeah. you, I... So you couldn't go through a door forward, no. but you'd have to go sideways and s- sidle through. Yeah, basically these were these things were so wide, sometimes up to seven feet wide. Oh my god! Which made it almost it made it imp- impossible for. I mean, this was like fancy, right, 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 like fancy wear, royalty people. Yeah, and yeah. and for like special occasions, yeah, like people wear these usually. Um, but it made it impossible for women at fancy parties to walk through doors or down hallways yeah. or to sit in a fucking chair. Like, or, they literally had to design furniture differently when these became oh, popular. Oh, yeah. Because if you sat, you couldn't sit in a normal chair. You, you couldn't to, like, sit in an armchair. Yeah. You have no. to sit in a chair with no arms. Yep. Or also, you can't even get close to, like, the snack table. Yeah. If you did, you had to, like, go forward and then back up. You couldn't, like, turn around. It would just, like, knock all the snacks That's off. That's why you are having men get you <gasps> drinks and shit. Oh, yeah. Smart. You don't You don't approach a snack oh. table. It's like <laughs> it's the one plus of being a woman. Yeah. It's like, get me snacks. Yeah. I'm in this dress. I can't get out of this chair. <laughs> I'm going to knock I'm everything stuck. over. Yeah. Um, or I'm going to light myself on fire because it's going to reach in. That's right. Now, to follow up on these <gasps> on this, it came to be a bigger and badder mm. skirt, mm-hmm. which was the crinoline. Crinoline? Crinoline? Mm-hmm. Crinoline? Dra- crinoline? Yeah. The hoop skirt and the crinoline dress, which were hella popular through the Victorian era. So the crinoline allowed women to shed layers of petticoats. Like, that's what made the big skirt. You had these layers of petticoats and, like, floofy. That was what was making the big The skirt go out. Yeah. Yeah. And that helped create a big bell shape. But then with this kind of new technology uh, of the crinoline, it uh, was basically like a cage that you put on oh, your body. Oh yes, yes. So it was like, it was like, I oh, it was like metal or it's, bone or whatever, yeah. and it was taped or uh, tied together with strips of fabric all the way mm-hmm. down. So it was like, imagine like consecutive rings getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. So starting at the top with a small ring, going down until it gets super big at the bottom. Yeah. And it's basically like a huge. It's just like rib. It's like just the ribbing in your wedding dress, kind right. of, but in the, the shape way of a bell. Yeah. And and try to imagine. So not only was it like that shape, the bell shape. They also were using like these really flowy 
interesting fabrics that were extremely flammable. Oh, no. So it was a very interesting time because the crinoline, it allowed the women to have, like, this space around them. So they were able to walk more easily than they were with all the petticoats and shit. Oh, because it's less heavy because it's less, technically less, like, items. Right. And it wasn't heavy and it wasn't a ton of fabric and they had space underneath oh. the skirts for the, like to move their legs around and be more yeah. comfortable. And then the big fucking circumference of yeah. this huge bell shape allowed them to take up space in the nice. world. So like imagine a man like man spreading. Yeah. And, then and you're like, oh, you, oh, you, you want to see spreading? You want to see some spreading motherfucker? <laughs> and they have this big ass skirt. So it's like these men couldn't even get close to them oh if my they God. wanted I to. I love it. We I need these again. It. Yeah. Well – Except there was a real downside because, um, um, well, and they were really pretty too. Like, yeah, yeah. Just if you have ever seen like Gone with the Wind or like any, you know, like think of, I don't know, Marie Antoinette. And yeah, 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 yeah. Huge, beautiful, intricate, gorgeous, flowy dress, mm-hmm. but like also huge and billowing out. and So like princessy. Princessy, like yeah. Cinderella. And um, – it looks like you're floating, and then you yeah. also have the corset with it, so mm. your waist is tiny, and it's just like the illusion yeah. is grand. Grand. It's an illusion of grandeur. So it looks, it truly looks like you're floating in one yeah. of those things. So this thing was a death trap, though. Oh no! So basically, it's this cage that you have on your body, mm-hmm. and it's covered in super flammable material. Oh no! And there was no light except for candles or, oh, or no. gas lamps. Or firelight. Yeah, yeah. Or fires. Yeah. And so uh, basically women would just like brush past oh, something no. and erupt into <gasps> balls of flame. This is like spontaneous human combustion. Oh my God. What yeah. a horrible like party trick. <laughs> Dude, this happened all the time at parties. Oh my. Yeah. Because like that's when you would wear them. Yeah. Could you imagine? Oh my God. What well, a, me- I would not want to be there. So, Matthews David wrote that in 1860, in the British medical journal, The Lancet, it was estimated that 3,000 women in one year died by fire. Whoa. Because of these dresses. And that's, uh, I guess, roughly equivalent to the amount of women that had been murdered in the U.S. in 2014. Oh, my God. Fuck. <gasps> oh. And that's according to the, like, that status according yeah, yeah. to the CDC. Oh, my God. Um, let me just give you a few examples of horrible deaths. Um, in 1861, Fanny Longfellow, the wife of Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, oh sat my. down at a table at her home to play with her children. A match or lit paper ignited her dress, and she died. Oh, my God. Yeah. In 1865, two women in New York came too close to a hot stove, which lit their dresses on <gasps> fire. They weren't even named in their death notice. We don't know who they are. Oh, my God. That's how they died. Yeah. I'm sure it was, like, so many. I'm sure that like happened so many times. Yeah. Uh, 1867, the Archduchess of Matilde of Austria, Archduchess, Archduchess, Dutch, Jesus. Sharp, 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 sharp the sharp dirchers. The arch dirchers. <laughs> Matilde of Austria held a cigarette behind her back to hide it from her father. The lit cigarette caused her dress <gasps> to catch fire. Fuck. Oh, man. She, oh, no, she accidentally killed herself. <sighs> oh, it's so rough. And then in 1871, uh, sisters Mary and Emily Wilde, Oscar Wilde's half-sisters, were at a Halloween party. While one of the sisters was dancing, her dress caught fire. The other sister rushed to help her, catching her catching fire herself. <gasps> yeah. Did they die too? Yeah. Oh, my God. I did not even know that. I mean, or they were, like, severely burned and, like, yeah, yeah, miserable yeah. for the rest of their short lives, however. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, And then also some of these dresses got caught on shit like horse reins or wagon wheels and they would drag get dragged oh down the street my God. and killed oh and of course like people are like drunk and shit probably like drinking champagne and partying and like yeah shit just so like you were saying about the snack table there are probably candles oh. on them and like they brush past fucking done. up in flames and people would it's and, a fondue party and, now because all the cheese is melted <laughs> It's and so, <laughs> so fucking gnarly. Like, oh my God. ballerinas used to have these kind of longer, uh, you know, ballet skirts. Uh-huh. And they were made of this crinoline kind yeah. of material. And they, so many ballerinas died during this time because that was how they lit the stage. Oh, with my like God. With, like, or candles. And there's, like, a really famous ballerina that died uh, in a per- during a performance on well, fire. She, did, she didn't die immediately. She died like eight months later from blood oh, poisoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from the burns. Burns. Yeah, infection. But like 
and this happened all the time during oh, performances. Oh my god! And like people, like the um, other performers would try to put their fellow performers out who caught fire. Then they would catch fire, and like multiple people would die all the time. Oh my god! Theaters would burn down. It was insane. Can you even fucking imagine? Oh my god! Well, luckily, they started making the their tutus shorter. That's I think why. I hope so. I think if that's, that's not why. why then that's so dumb. Like, but of course it took a billion times for them to finally be like, yeah. oh, I huh, guess we can we make should, these shorter. You know, these are really pretty. Yeah. Let's just keep them around a little yeah. longer. We don't want them to be immodest. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh no, we do. Um, because everyone's dying. Yeah. Ugh. Oh my God. Well, this brings us to like the early 1900s. Corset, corset, corset through centuries of time, hundreds and hundreds of years finally we see a decline thank goddess you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's like finally people are like we're kind of over this yeah as the 1920s um arrived like the early bohemian movement Mm -hmm. and like throughout the 1910s yep the flappers start to come on the scene it starts to become like a minimal more of a minimalist look and um uh, unfortunately i feel like with the decline of the corset we also kind of took a turn towards like unattain- unattainable standards of beauty because they were no longer using like visual tricks. It was like your body just has to be this certain yes. way, um, which was very um, boyish. Like that was kind of what emerged in the 1920s. Um, it was like a boyish aesthetic, which was um, women should have a minimized uh, bust and minimized hips. Like, that's red. Like women should be thin. Yeah, and like it's like waif like wa- wafy. Yeah, and like and the fashion started to reflect if you have that body. Like it you should imagine a flapper dress. Yeah, like, flapper dress. It should hang off you. It, like it shouldn't even look like it fits you. No. It should look like too big for you. And I mean, like look at um Mary from Down Abbey. Yeah, like she starts to embrace that, and she has a very waifish mm-hmm. figure. Um, but it was like minimizing all of the like female curves and stuff. Um. And they didn't have a corset for this because corsets were meant to accentuate t- accentuate your hips and your chest and then bring your waist in. But you would need like a corset that was basically like a sleeping bag or something to make everything look <laughs> one, you know, like it's one size. Like yeah. no, you, you, you're just like. A rectangle. Yeah. 24, 24, 24, whatever. Yeah. It's like you're just like tiny all the way down. Um, and... Uh, I think this is kind of what started to make actual undergarments better and Mm. more like modern because under that you either didn't need anything or it had to be super minimal because everything you're wearing is like silky and like you wouldn't want people to see. Yes. So like a satin dress will show every single fucking lump. Oh my God. Every bunch. Every every wedgie. Every every (laughs) pube. Yeah. Legit. Literally, if you have a hair, a stray hair stick, it will poke through and it'll catch and you'll see it. It'll like, it's like, did you snag your dress on something? It's like, oh no, I think I can see a pube <laughs> under your dress. That's why I did not even try on a satin dress when I was finding, looking for wedding dresses. Oh my God. Yeah. You need some thick, you need some coverage. Yeah. Um, Brocade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then... That, like, that existed uh, for a while. And then women were um, kind of, like, elements of the corset came back, I feel like, in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. And women were punished yet again with the bullet bra, which mm. is exactly what you think. It's the Madonna bra, essentially, mm-hmm. but, like, a real version of it, um, where it's, like, two cones on your chest that you like mash your titties into and it's like well our boobs aren't that shape so I guess you'd go way bigger but then there's like a lot of room in there and then I feel like your titties just flopping around like I just don't understand how (laughs) you like find one that fits you um but also this is like the bra of our grandmothers Mm. like my grandmothers never stopped wearing bras like this really like kind of like they're old lady bras like like pointy kind of like you're just like that's a weird you know, like, our generation has, like, more minimalist bras yeah. and, like, more – they're smoothed and, like – I don't know. I just feel like grandma bras are very coney. Yeah. 
Well, it was like meant to make your boobs look really perky. Yeah. Like you have like the top slope and then the under curve. Right. It like, but it, it's a triangle off but your it, boobs. But it makes you, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like fucking two like cones. It's so weird. It's so weird. Um, and so they, yeah, they had like ribbing in them. Mm. Um, and it just like, they just stuck out and were like very prominent. Um, and then like bras and underwear from that point started to get like more comfortable. We're getting into like how our, what we wear today at this point. Um, and, uh, on the one hand, like things are getting more comfortable. On the other hand, like as we go through the sixties and seventies, like people are getting rid of bras and like, Mm -hmm. there's kind of like two things, you know, like society kind of split a little bit Yeah, and it was like, Oh, hippies, they're not even wearing bras. They're like, I don't fuck with that. Like you burn it. Yeah. They're burning burning a bra. Yeah. And then on the other side, it's like, Oh, people are like clinging to like the conservative, like old granny bras. Now today we're like kind of somewhere in the middle, but we had a stop in the nineties with the wonder bra, which was technically invented in the 1930s. Huh. Um, Wild, right? Yeah. But it took a long time to become popular, and the 90s was the heyday of the Wonder Bra. Huh. Like, it was made super famous by, like, Jenny McCarthy and, like, all these people. But did you know that we had falsies before then? Like, the, like, chicken cutlets? Oh. Like, way, way long ago. Like, in the- Oh, my God. The, even before the Victorian Victorian era. Really? Yeah. Oh, my was, God. Like, that's wild. Well, because, like, that w- when they were pushing up their boobs and stuff, some people were like, well, I don't have anything to push up. So oh, they so put they the- put a little chicken cutlet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Smart. Oh, yeah. Women have been stuffing their bras, right? For I mean, ever. Remember when I took my chicken cutlet out at my wedding and slapped you in the face with it? <laughs> no, but that's funny. <laughs> it was on the dance floor. It was great. <laughs> I was wasted. <laughs> I was too. I don't even remember that. Um, honestly, I can't remember anything I, I, after your brother's pants splitting because that is your wedding to me. Like, that's And true. then I, well, I mean, I was like coherent. I wasn't yeah. like, but, and then I remember the party after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, wild. That's funny. Sorry. No, nice move. That's very funny. Um, uh, so the Wonder Bra was invented in the 1930s, but then it was like super popular in the 90s. Just like, yeah, Wonder Bras don't only just like fill you out, but they push up really high and like give you a very specific shape. And that shape was what was popular in the 90s. It's like we've moved away from like cone or like natural breasts to like, oh, it looks like you have implants. But that's your bra. See, the 90s, I think, were the worst of all worlds. Yeah, because you have to be like, really skinny. Yeah, you had to be waif-like. Huge boobs. And have huge titties. Yeah. And you couldn't even have an ass. But today, mm-hmm. it's like we're we're moving back towards it's okay if you're busty and you have a butt. Mm-hmm. But they still want a, a small waist. Super small waist. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. Waist trainers and shit. The Kardashians. Mm-mm. This shit's wild. Um, and this all is to say the other thing that is popular today, um, which is maybe the worst thing to ever happen to women, and I only say that because I live in this time, Spanx. Mm. It's like, I don't, I've worn them several times. To your wedding, I think I wore Spanx. I bought Spanx for my wedding and didn't wear them. Good for I was you. Like, I don't know how I... Well, because I was practicing peeing, and I was oh, like, I can't do it's this. It's too many steps. Too m- it's too yeah, much. Yeah, you'll piss yourself. Yeah. Um. Well, I wore the ones I've. I think I had. I had like, basically, what they were was just high waisted underwear. Yeah. So they weren't. That's what I had bought. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fine. My dress was not anything near as complicated. I just lifted it up, and but the under, it's still like hard to pull down. Yeah. Anyway, it's all still like you know underwear still for women is like how do you look in your clothes like and you know how does this we're obs- shape you yeah we're obsessed with not having a panty line we're obsessed with mm-hmm. like, i wear panties smooth, i wear underwear i don't like panties no we don't have, yeah yeah don't i wear chonies yeah i wear chonies too i wear chones I used to wear use th- use wear <laughs> wear thongs, but I can't do it anymore. I don't I want anything did. like rubbing up against my butthole during the day. I saw my dad in one in high school, and are you serious? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he did it on purpose and then tricked me into seeing it, and it was traumatic. Anywho, that's something for me to talk to my a therapist, therapist about. about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is therapy. No, I just never, I don't like wedgies. And I just never, like, I never cared that much. I honestly, I like the high-waisted briefs. Mm. 
I like them because my, I kind of, I don't know, like I kind of have a long-ish torso maybe. I don't know. And then my, it just, I just like the way they fit. They don't go up my butt and the waistband sits on my natural waist and it's great. I wear like regular old bikini, bikini, Calvin Klein briefs. briefs yeah. 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 I wear those too. Full, full butt. Yeah. Full butt. Yeah. I don't care. I, I wear jeans shit. anyway, or sweatpants like right yeah. now. So yeah, no, I'm fucking married to shit, and I have a kid. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm not married, but basically, I mean, you're more married than I am. <laughs> True. You, I mean, you and Pete have been together for like 15 years. Yeah, though. almost 14. Wow, close. close. We're rounding up. Rounded up. Anywho, that's. I mean, I that's don't know what else it. we need to talk about. We didn't. We, there's so much. I mean, we didn't talk about crotchless underwear except for like old prehistoric cr- crotchless underwear. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't talk about. I mean, there's just so. We didn't talk about the evolution of the thong or why it exists. Honestly, we maybe we'll do a follow up. There's just so much to talk about. But oh my we've God. already been talking for an hour, so it's like, what you know, like how much more can we fit into this? So that's what we wanted to do today. Yeah, we just did give it. you a, a brief history. A <gasps> Bitch! <laughs> Bitch! <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. Same. Um, Go to our website, dtfupodcast.com. Yeah. Follow us on all the things at DTFU Podcast. Yeah. Airware. Airware. Um, leave us a review on iTunes. That would be so great. Five stars. Five would, stars. Yeah. We would really appreciate it. Uh, You can even just write... I like this. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be anything like uh, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow or whatever. No. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Wait, was that whose wife died? Is his name Henry? Wadsworth. Longfellow. Longfellow. Wadsworth Longfellow. Yep. You got it. Huh. I was an English major, so. You better know that shit, bitch. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever read anything he's written. But I'm sure it's good. I've heard. I've heard good things. I'm sure it's delightful. <laughs> I've heard good things. <laughs> oh, Longfellow. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. All right, guys. You know what? That's what I call Pete. What? Longfellow? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what? Be excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye-bye. Bye.